But I also wanted you to talk with us a little bit about uh, what's one thing it, when, when doing therapy, one way of looking at things that can make a big difference. And I know you've got something you really want to share with us. Yeah. So I would say the most fundamental thing about ABA and that makes it so powerful and effective is um, reinforcement. And so if we need to make a big difference, if we want to get, if we want to strengthen responses and strengthen behavior and, and basically teach things to people, there needs to be the paycheck. Yeah. So I would and say. And that's true for all of us, not just for kids on the autism spectrum, as we were mentioning before. That's, you know, yeah. that's a big deal for all of us. We're not going to continue to do something again and again and again, unless there is something about it that's rewarding to us personally. Yeah. And some people might argue that and say, no, there's lots of things I do that I don't want to do. But there's still something rewarding, which is that you're escaping some aversive situation by doing it, you know, whatever. So either you're getting something really good when you do it, or you're getting out of something you don't want that's bad. Right. And so you do it. You behave to avoid things you don't like or to get things you do like, and that's the bottom line on everything. Um, but with teaching, of course, we want to be on more on the positive side. So we use positive reinforcers. And so the biggest thing I would say is um, to get progress is that you need to do frequent preference assessments. Um, this means putting a couple items out, asking the child to pick one and whatever they go for first, and then doing it again a couple times. And if they go for the same one a couple times, that's the most preferred at the moment. Mm -hmm. And um, then being willing, parents have to be willing to um, be open to the kind of things that are going to be used in these preference assessments and be willing to restrict access to them outside of therapy sessions. Which means that if your child's most favorite thing is to watch television or to play video games or to play on the iPad or something, and those are really great things for you to be able to have them do outside of therapy because it keeps your child busy, um, you have to actually be willing to be okay with not allowing that and saving it for doing therapy because it needs to be powerful. Otherwise, these kids kind of get tired of things over time. Like they can't just always have the same reinforcer or else it loses its value. Yeah. Um, and we have to be... Um, open to possibly using edibles um, as reinforcers as well. It's whatever's most effective for that child, and every child's different. And so we, we will do preference assessments, we'll find out what they like the best, and then we go from there. And you had mentioned during the break that this is a thing where parents have a hard time. And and I said, you know, I, I was one of those parents. I, in the beginning, I didn't want them to use food at all as a reinforcer. We barely did. There were a couple of things where we, we, where we used food, but I would not allow it to be sugar. And I drew the line there and said, we're not doing sugar. Um, that's the one thing everybody in my family has weight issues and uh, the doctor had said there was a possibility because of all the diabetes in my family so I, there was no sugar in my child's diet and I said that's that's just a line but I had to be willing to find something else that was a powerful reinforcer you were asking me what one of the things was television watching cartoons but I remembered that the other thing was that he had this one particular Buzz Lightyear doll that you pushed a button and he spoke and it was the thing right <laughs> he would do almost anything to be able to play with Buzz Lightyear and as a mom you know he'd been through so much I wanted him to have his Buzz Lightyear doll but I had to be willing to put the Buzz Lightyear doll away not like saying I'm taking the Buzz Lightyear doll and I'm holding him hostage for you but he would leave the room and I would take the Buzz Lightyear doll and put it in the linen cabinet yeah. and then when the therapist got there that's when the Buzz Lightyear doll would come out because it was like supercharging Buzz Lightyear so that he wasn't sick of it yeah and you have to be willing as a parent to you know it's not to torture the child I always think about you know I have a friend 
friend who loves chocolate cake and I can make them a chocolate cake and they're thrilled with it. But if I, you know, keep slicing the pieces of chocolate cake, eventually they go, I'm done. Yeah. I can't do any more chocolate cake. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not interested in the chocolate cake anymore, even though it's the thing that they love the most.